welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Polished Gems, where we talk about how to develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit and to rediscover our shine. I have tonight with me Marquita Young. Are you there? I am. Hello, everybody. Hi. Well, we're glad to have you again. So guys, let's dive right in. For those who are new to our podcast, I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Jacinta Martin. I am your host of Polished Gems. I'm also the creator of the blog Fruitful Gems, an author, a real estate agent in the state of Georgia, and a mom of two children. Marquita, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. I am a wife and a mom of two. I am an author and a contributor of of Fruitful Gems, and I own a business called Inspire You Gifts. Perfect. Thank you again for joining me tonight. I wanted to dive right into our blog of focus, which is showing love by keeping his commandments. So can you talk a little bit about why you wrote this blog? Absolutely. So in First John 5 and 3, it says loving God means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. So I wrote this blog because I know that um, I did not know God's commandments for myself. I know that I, I learned commandments through church, um, parents and grandparents. And so I didn't I never had taken the time to sit down and really um, read the commandments for myself and really make sure that I was keeping them. Um, and so this is just kind of a walkthrough. Are you showing the love of God by keeping his commandments? Do you even know his commandments? Um, and so this is just kind of a walk through that. Got it. Um, now, can I, I know this question wasn't on there, but um, how did you kind of develop your uh, to where you knew you were living out more of the commandments? Like, uh, was it through your experience in church or what was that kind of background? Um, so mostly through my experience with church. And then really, honestly, um, I didn't really know until I actually sat down and read them myself. Like, I really took the time to kind of read through them myself and then just kind of examine my life to see whether or not I was upholding or keeping the commandments. Um, Cause you really like, you can hear it from anywhere and church can, you know, give you an example of how to, but you really kind of have to study and know it for yourself. And so that's when I kind of got a better understanding of whether or not I was keeping the commandments or not. Okay. Um, I definitely, that's been the same um, with me. I know certain ones God will point out, Right. Mm -hmm. Just as he will point out the fruits of the spirit that I'm not so good with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's typically when I'm ready to receive it. He's not just like pointing the finger of like, oh, my goodness, you did that. Or like he doesn't shame me with them like a lot of people would believe. Mm -hmm. He does it lovingly. Right. Right. Like that wasn't the best thing. And I'll be like, I know. (laughs) And then we'll dive into why. Right. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, when I agree and say, I know he's like, OK, you're ready for the answer. Right. He'll lovingly point me to why. And that could be a Bible uh, story or somebody talk, you know, one of my friends or people who I know believe and love in God. 
-hmm. they'll come along and go, hey, you know, you could do that better. And then we'll talk about it and have this, um, and I'll get the explanation, right? Right. For why I need to do better or Mm -hmm. in whatever regard it is. So one of the questions that I noticed you placed in the blog that I wanted us to go over is Mm -hmm. you said, what commandment or commandments do you struggle with? Um, so for me, my struggle um, commandment um, was honor thy mother and thy father. Um, and only because I say that because me and my father just had like a really bad relationship. We fell out and we didn't talk for 10 years. And so um, I didn't not knowing, really knowing the commandments for myself. I didn't realize that I was going against the commandments. Um, I didn't realize that um, as much as I thought I was um, living how God wanted me to do to the best of my ability, you know, and doing the things that he wanted me to do, that that commandment was causing me to um, to be in a place where I'm not showing the love of God because I'm not honoring the relationship with my father by, you know, not holding grudges and, you know, not talking and stuff like that. And so when I realized that, then, you know, I I had to pray and kind of ask God to kind of, you know, okay, God, help me with this and help me overcome this and help me figure out a way to kind of mend things because I always want to be in the line with your commandments of a commandments above anything else. You know, I want to try my best to kind of align with what, what, what you, what your word is. And so um, that definitely was something that I struggled with. Okay. Um, and I know there are definitely probably many listeners who can relate, um, who have experienced, like you said, that uh, father daughter relationship and just how to groom that. Now there's mm-hmm. also even those who probably has been the same with their mother as well Mm -hmm. um and who can definitely relate to that now for me mine was um exodus 20 uh, verse 14 which is you shall not commit adultery so i know a lot of people are going to be like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) right because we think there's like different levels to sin let me tell you sin is sin (laughs) okay right Um, for all of you out there who are like, oh, my God, I never. OK, let me bring you back down to earth. Right. <laughs> sin is sin. Mm-hmm. Of God. So um, reason why for me that was and is because I dealt with sexual sin um, even before really getting to know the commandments. So that seeps into marriage because I never knew I could actually get deliverance, let alone deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, when we deal with stuff like that, and that actually came from, um, I talk about it a little bit in my in one of my books, but um, from actually having a guy who tried to uh, touch me inappropriately as a mm-hmm. young child. So that's where, uh, for me, sexual sin began. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it, there are these trigger points and things that lead to other stuff, but it's right. not until we get it or see it pointed out that we go, oh, that's where that stemmed from. Or right. I, I didn't know because it happened as a child. I didn't know that I could actually get delivered and get a handle on closing that door. Like I didn't right. know. That. 
that wasn't a, we weren't teaching that. I grew up Baptist. They weren't teaching that in church. I knew more about Jonah and a whale or a fish or whatever you want to call it <laughs> before I knew I could actually get deliverance for anything that I could actually go to God and say, hey, can you shut this door for me? And how do we do that? I didn't even know that that was a thing. So for me, it, that's why it crept actually into my marriage. It crept into my marriage because I did not know that that door could get closed and actually should have got closed before I said I do. Right. A lot of things we don't learn until later. That for me really happened to be one of them that mm -hmm. I wish I had known or I wish somebody was teaching so um, I could have gotten a handle on it. Now, had I known and then chose not to, that's a whole different subject right. and that's a whole different podcast for another time. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's one of the things that I didn't learn about and wish I had been able to close the pain and the hurt from those moments mm -hmm. and those things that triggered from that initial incident. And then I would have been more prepared to make sure the adultery part would have not crept even into my marriage. Right. So there's certain Things that I'm learning, we can we can actually get to a point um, when we believe in God, we can protect ourselves from, but just wasn't armed with that knowledge at the time. Mm -hmm. So um, sometimes even keeping the commandments, we're not we're not ready to learn certain things right until different seasons. So this is where God's grace. Thank God for God's grace yes. <laughs> and mercy. <laughs> Now, now that doesn't mean we don't have to experience consequences because think about it, even when we were kids, right? Um, even with the honor of your father and your mother, there was a consequence, right? You said right. 10 years, you guys didn't talk, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a relationship that needed mending. For me, um, the you shall not commit adultery, there was a relationship between me and my spouse that needed mending, right? right. So I have to even experience the consequences, even in my ignorance. And I know most people are like, man, so then how do I get this right? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a moment. All right, we're back and let's continue. Yeah. We, we have to understand, and, and I just want people to understand, we have to take ownership of, even in our ignorance, God is merciful. Like his grace is merciful even in the midst of that. But mm -hmm. when we get to a point where we acknowledge it, like I, I, there must have been a point even for you, right, where you acknowledge this is a broken area, right? Right, right. It definitely was. And you now, was it your desire to fix it or was it your father's? I really think um, it was mutual. Um, I, I really feel like it was a mutual desire, but I also feel like um, where I was and where he was were not in the same place. Like, I feel like his desire was was more than mine. Um, but really, when I when I had an understanding that, you know, it really does need to get fixed, like we really need to work this out. Um, it was a it was a mutual understanding that we need to we need to mend the fence. We need to fix it. Um, but initially, I, I think for a while it might have been just him <laughs> and not me. 
And when I got an understanding, like, okay, like this is not, this ain't right. And this is not how we're supposed to be moving in this life. You know, then it was, it was really like a mutual decision between both of us when we finally did, you know, fix it. Like, okay, I'm ready. You know, he's ready. And, you know, we can really mend the fences. Mm-hmm. So even with me, um, touched on some really uh, great points about, um, it took for them to both be ready. Uh, for me, when it came to my marriage, um, because that consequence of the adultery brought in uh, not only that spirit, but it brought in other things, other spirits too, that were a factor for my marriage. Mm-hmm. My marriage was rocky. It was very rocky from, um, as God told me when I asked what well, what was wrong with my marriage, he's like, the foundation wasn't good. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you don't um, have a good foundation, when it doesn't really start on a good foundation, what can it stand upon? Right. right? It's not to say that it can't be mended, mm-hmm. but if both people don't want to mend it, right or can't figure out how to mend it while together Mm -hmm. then it's going to fall apart so i've gotten to a point where i was like oh okay got it right (laughs) um so uh, because a lot of people you know um in both of our situations we want to do that blame thing like you could have easily blamed your father he could have easily blamed you and and never wanted to mend it Right. right we we sometimes get in that in those feelings or emotions mm-hmm. where we're just like, this is too far gone. Forget it. Right. I'm, you know, I'm not even going to bother. But th- there are times God will ask us not to until we're both ready. And there are times that we have to even get ready, even if the other person isn't. Yeah. So just getting sensitive to how God wants you to follow his commandments and, and in what way, right? Mm-hmm. Because for each of us, as you can even tell with Marquita and I, our struggles were different. The commandments that we struggled with were different, right. but they both involved, what's interesting though, is they both involved other people. They both involved right. us figuring out how to mend those relationships mm-hmm. with other people. So um, let's go into your other question that you brought up in the blog that I also really enjoyed. It is, um, what commandments do you see others struggle with? Um, so the commandment that I've noticed that people struggle with the most is um, not um, not taking on idols. Um, hold on, let me get the let me get it right for you. Um, you must not have any other god but me. Exodus twenty and three. So what I've noticed is that um, what I've seen a lot is everybody's into crystals, everybody's into all these different things that are coming up. And um, we are more focused on that stuff than we are on the relationship with God um, at the end of the day. So it's really that um, it's idol worship. Um, and it's serving another God when you put so many things before him. But even things like outside of just religious things, if you work more than you take the time to spend with him, that's an idol worship. You're worshiping God, right? Your your job, your job is a God over him, right? So anything that you put more, that you put more emphasis on you do in your relationship with him and what he would have you to do is um 
if is that type of you know is serving another god so um i think it's easy for us to kind of get caught up in a lot of things and get distracted with a lot of things and kind of put god to the wayside for a little while because we're so busy focused on all this other stuff um and i just see it i see it a lot i just see it a lot that that's something that we do a lot i can say that i've been guilty at some point in my life of putting things ahead of what God would have me to do and really um, simple stuff like um, watching too much TV, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sitting in front of the TV all the time and not really taking the time to build that relationship with God and really making him the head and the first in my life, right? And so, you know, mm-hmm. just Simple stuff can kind of pull you away and make it um, and make it idol worship. So we just have to be careful with that. Most definitely, I, I think it's also um, idol worship comes from um, wanting answers. I think it's really even that simple of we just want clarity and sometimes answers. And when we don't feel we get them fast enough from God, we'll seek other things, right? Mm-hmm. Really fast and in a hurry. <laughs> Because we want to answer like yesterday or two days ago. <laughs> right. And sitting down with God sometimes takes a, it takes a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Because what he's very mindful of is when we'll actually receive the answer. Right. So a lot of times when we're waiting on God for an answer, sometimes it is us waiting. Right. But then other times it is, did you do the last thing that he asked you to do? Absolutely. So sometimes it's us as well. So, um, I, I, my answer to that question actually was um, Exodus twenty seventeen, which says, uh, "You shall not covet, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor." So we talked about it. If you guys haven't listened to it already, go back and listen to Love and Growth, where Marquita talked about. Um, being jealous of others. Um, I I recommend you listening to that because of the fact that that's where this commandment, I see a lot of people doing in the social media age and in our kind of microwave age where we want results quickly. Mm -hmm. Because we'll we'll want what other people have. (laughs) And as Marquita said in our other uh, segment uh, that I just mentioned, not knowing what it took to get there. Right. <laughs> but we'll want, we'll want their car. We'll want their marriage. Mm-hmm. We'll want their father-daughter relationship, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Not knowing the hardship that it took to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, to mend a marriage after going through some hardship, right? And be like, that's relationship goals. We don't know what it took for them to get to relationship right. goals. Right. We don't know what the journey actually took. There could have been more tears than there was even the sweet spot, mm-hmm. right? That we just see on social media and we're going, but I want that. Or I want that house and I want that car and I want that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Rather than even going back to God to say, hey, what is it that you have for me? What is it that you desire for me? Now, does God ask us to dream? Yes. He's not trying to kill our dreams or desires. And I do believe a lot of our desires actually come from God Mm -hmm. because he'll place 
like um, as we've talked about before, if you follow any of our segments, Marquita and I talk about being authors. I can honestly say for myself that it was never on my timeline to be an author. I wasn't trying to write books. I kept journals and stuff, mm -hmm. but it was never to actually be a published author. That was not a desire of my personal heart. Mm -hmm. That that became a desire that God placed in me. And ever since then, it has not stopped. It keeps going and growing. Um, Marquita, has that been true for you? Anything that God has placed there that you could tell wasn't your original thought for your life? Yeah, owning a business. Like I never, that was never something that I was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna own a business. Like never. <laughs> I was fine with working my little nine to five. I was fine with that. And so I never envisioned myself owning a business. And so definitely when that was laid on my heart, I was just like, what? A business? Like, mm -mm, no, I'm cool at my nine to five. But he was like, no, you're going to start this business. And so um, it definitely was something, you know, I, I find that when he lays something on your heart, it doesn't go away. Um, it's going to keep kind of like hounding at you until you kind of get it done. And it may go away for a little while, but it'll be back. Because um, <laughs> sometimes I feel like he realizes like, okay, maybe she's not ready. Um, I'll let it go, but it's not, I'm gonna bring it back around. I'm gonna bring it back to your remembrance. Remember I said that you need to start this business. Okay, it's time to start this business. Like I gave you some time to wrap your head around it. Let's go. <laughs> so Right. <laughs> so let's provide everyone with some kind of practical solutions, right? Mm -hmm. um, if if they're, let's say they're familiar with the commandments, but haven't read them in a while, or even if they're kind of new to this, what's some practical solutions that you would suggest for them? So my suggestion is read them, read the commandments, take the time to go into the Bible and just read the commandments for yourself and take notes if you feel like you need to, right? Write them down, Um really kind of maybe take the time to evaluate whether or not you're actually following them or not, right? Take the time to kind of um, look through your life and see if you're evaluating them. I mean, if you're, you know, do, implementing them in your life. Um, another thing would be as you're reading um, the commandments, um, sometimes I like to, um, I'll type into Google if I need to, if I can't find it. Um, and it'll bring me scriptures on different um, topics as it pertains to the commandments. And so that way you can get a breakdown if you don't have a complete understanding or if you're not sure if you're um, if you're keeping them. So the Bible is a wealth of knowledge. And I say reading, getting into your word and reading God's word is definitely a way to really get an understanding on whether or not you're keeping them. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a moment. All right, we're back and let's continue. I like that. I'm going to add to that as well. Um, if while you're reading them, actually, let me say when while you're reading them and God shows a commandment or highlights the commandment to you, as she was mentioning, um, that you need to improve upon or that you might need to actually take a look at your life and re-examine um, that you have not been keeping is to repent. Mm -hmm. well, um, one of the things is we've all fallen short 
of the glory of God. And but it is so that we can repent and come back and try again. So after repenting, get up, dust yourself off, try again. A lot of times we think once we've done those commandments that God has just casted us mm-hmm. aside. That's not the case. Um I remember I used to think that I used to think that, man, if I mess up even once, if I mess up a little, God has just excommunicated me and um, he's not talking to me. And I would get into these silent modes where I would stop talking mm-hmm. to God. All that did allow ground for the enemy, for Satan to come through and go, hey, yeah, you messed up. You shouldn't even talk to God. Why You're so dirty. Why would you even want to get back into his um you can't even get back into his grace or his mercy. You can't even stand before him because you're not mm-hmm. worthy, right? But what God showed me is, no, just come to me with a repentant heart. Ask me how um, how do you need to do better? And then you get up and retry, mm-hmm. right? Because there is even a Bible verse that said, a righteous man fall down seven, but he gets up. Right. <laughs> so even those who know God, we will fall down. We might fall down seven times. Like that same commandment of honor thy father and thy mother. You might not do it right for seven times. Get back up. (laughs) Do it and ask God to help you. How do I do it better Mm -hmm. this time? Dust yourself off again. How do I do it better this time? For anybody else, um, like one of the commandments is thou shalt not steal. If, If that's something that has been a struggle for you, Okay, God, I'm tired of doing this. Help me to do better. Show me how to Mm -hmm. do better. And dust yourself off and come back through his grace and um, do better next time. The thing is, God is so merciful with us. He is actually so tender and loving that we don't realize Mm -hmm. that. A lot of times we cast ourselves aside because we feel we fall so short of those Ten Mm -hmm. Commandments. And and that's not the case. God has, he loves us so much for us to come back, get back up, try again. And he stands with open arms, just waiting on us to say, Father, I don't know what I'm doing. I ain't getting this right. <laughs> help me, Jesus. Like sometimes that's been my prayer. My prayer has been, help me, Jesus. You said it right. That's all you need. So, guys, if you've gotten anything from this, if this has blessed you, we want to hear feedback from you. Um, make sure to like this. Make sure to subscribe to this. Um, you can do that on our blog at fruitfulgems.com forward slash polished gems. And until next time, guys, Marquita, did you have any final Thank words? Thank you guys so much for listening. Continue to come back and we appreciate you. All right, guys, you have a wonderful evening and until next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F R U I T. F-U-L-J-E-M-S dot com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide discovering your worth through the fruit of God's spirit. Until next time.